Kate Fennessy's trying to write a novel, and Helen Brown's going to help her. Welcome to our podcast, Novel Therapy, the first time writer's clinic. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode, episode 11 of Novel Therapy. I'm Kate Fennessy, aspiring author and social media marketer. And I'm Helen Brown. New York Times bestselling author. Yes, and this is Jonah. Jonah, and it's nearly Christmas. <laughs> and Jonah's saying, Happy Christmas. And those people who say he doesn't look like he enjoys dressing up, they're wrong. He loves it. Per city. He was pairing, exactly. Uh, we took a photo before and he was perfectly positioned yes, and pairing. Yes. Um, so yes, we thought we'd do a little a little bonus episode yeah. because it's just too much fun and <laughs> I feel like, you know, when they confess it, alcohol, Alcoholics Anonymous, it's been X amount of time until my last, since my last drink. Well, for us, it's been a few weeks since our last podcast. It has. It has. Um, But yeah, we thought we'd do our our kind of normal structure and we're going to start again properly in the new year. Um, but let's do our checkup, Helen. How have you been? I don't know how many weeks it's even been. I don't have no idea, but I've just back from a wonderful promotional kind of tour, really, of my first children's book, Cleo and Rob. Yeah, how was it? Oh, look, I wish you'd come. And Mm. quite a few people said, oh, where's Kate? Where's Kate? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it started here and you were part of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the Melbourne leg. Yes, where we had Phoebe, the wonderful illustrator, come and she was a guest on the show. She was so lovely. And then we went out to... Phillip Island and had a wonderful night there. With that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was a unique atmosphere. It was. Yeah. And my f- dear friend, Reverend Ian Turnridge, I never thought I'd have a vicar for a friend. He's it's- fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I think that must be like relief from the yeah. serious world. But he it was wonderful. He took me around the school twice uh, to talk to primary school kids mm. about the book. And he was the first person to read it aloud yeah. to children and it was very nerve-wracking for me because it was the first mm. time I'd ever seen how children apart yeah. from your gorgeous niece <laughs> yes Isla yes yeah, how that how children were going to react mm. and I was very very gratified and moved and impressed really by yeah. the, the level of emotional maturity mm. kids have and they want to talk about death mm-hmm. and grief mm-hmm. and normal terms say don't want it wrapped up in weird stories with metaphors they want to know that it's part of life and then um off to new zealand and a fabulous podcast and i hope you're listening senior constable brian ward another new friend that's right and he and we're gonna interview brian in our um season two so that's really exciting it was hilarious because i've always been a bit nervous of cops and (laughs) i think every i think that's normal What have I done? Is that a bulletproof jacket? And he said, no, it's a journalist proof jacket. (laughs) But it was actually a knife proof jacket. Oh, gosh. And he he loves this podcast. And his podcast is great too, Coppuccino. Yeah, it was really, it was excellent. I I thought he was an excellent interviewer. He is. Which someone pointed out to me who is a police officer. um, Like, why are you surprised? Because, of course, police are good at interviewing. Because that's part of what they have to do is observe and listen. Yeah. You know, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. You know, it's a similar skill, really, to a journalist in a way. 
Yeah, but I thought he'd be more cynical or something. No, I no, agree. He was, he was fabulous. Yeah. Well, so we're hoping to have him as a guest. You will yes. come, won't you, Constable yes. Brian? We love you. <laughs> and then um, the fabulous Casketeers we went oh, on, no. and you would have loved I that know. night. And there wasn't a dry eye when beautiful Kaiora, the um, wife of Francis Tippany, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sang the most beautiful Waiata. Yeah, of a woman who a had video. lost her child and it was just very deeply moving. Yeah. And then, oh gosh, Poppy's Bookshop met a wonderful young girl who's written also about mortality wow. and she has been close to the edges herself at times okay. and there's such beautiful mm. wisdom. That's another Kate. And All then right. New Plymouth where we yeah. had a sell-out lunch wow. and um, raised... $2,000 to help a young woman with her tertiary education. I'd oh, like to do more of that yeah. if I can. Yeah, I, well, I bet you could. And people are so generous these days with GoFundMes and charity things. It's it's exciting to be part of good stuff like that, isn't it? It, is. it feels great. It does. Yes, really it's, it's meaningful. Yeah. yeah. And then on to Wellington <gasps> and I walked the bridge in your honour. Oh, thank you. Because yeah. we've often talked about the bridge that your mum left this world from and it very resonated with me and Mm. the bridge that Sam crossed just before he got run over and I wanted to show you that it can be done Mm -hmm. and boy it was somber but I got another layer of healing out of that yeah yeah Mm. it's losing that kind of phobia about a part of the world you know it's just a place, and, and a sacred place, but it's a place. You mm. know? It's not, not to be avoided or run away from or hated. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. thank you for that. Oh, thank you. That was, you know, really inspiring for me. And I think I'm already dismantling the bridge. You know, it's mm. already changed its narrative mm. lately since we've sort of mm. talked about it. Because um, it is yeah. healing and telling your story, I'm sure. Oh, that. well, that's been such a strong theme of like this whole podcast and this whole experience, starting with Tara, who was so brave and gorgeous back in episode two, I think, um, or three. But yeah, I think it's amazing how if you, whoops, I just used one of our words. That's all right. <laughs> it's nearly Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's incredible how just through awareness and being a bit open, you can. Yeah, you, you, you can have things in you which need a bit of shaking up and a bit of reassessing sometimes. And if you don't, they become like a stone that's, that's just trapped, right. don't they? And, and they? That can become illness. Correct. Or just... It's like calcification of yeah. your bones. It, it sort of can set in, can't yeah. it? And, you know, mm. all of this experience mm. with you and also talking, meeting people around the book has made me fascinated with the brain and our responses mm. to trauma and mm-hmm. and. And so I've been doing a bit of reading around that, and it does completely link to what you've just been saying Mm. and what we were talking about in the early episodes of letting go, of experiencing things and then letting them go through your system. Yeah, that's exactly right. Instead of building all that resistance, which, yeah, will sort of deviate you on different paths. Yeah, letting go is scary. It's like when you leap into anything. Or out of an aeroplane. Yeah, but yeah, then it's exhilarating. Parachute, not that I would ever do that. <laughs> no, me either. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'll do a little catch up too, and then I'd love to tell you a bit about where you're the, at. The novel progress. Yes. Yeah, when we well, get we'll to our sort to of main section. clinic then. Well, exactly. Yes. Our clinic topic today is kind of Christmas and reflecting on the year, I think, broadly, and I'll give a bit of an update about the novel. But in terms of my 
checkup since we last met here in the confessional in the <laughs> it's not the confessional in the clinic um is the main thing it has been that i um launched a book really um Where it's called it? it's just yeah. under there so i've Kate gave me a copy i know helen's been given a copy, copy i know like that's this. it's been a book theme already yeah so this is 7 p.m social so my wonderful friend i'm just holding katie jones to- who is a, a fellow writer and friend of mine for many years and i had this idea ages ago to do it um and another wonderful friend libby who's a friend i've made down in the mornington peninsula designed the whole thing which was no mean feat because it's a huge task it's a it's an 80 page document but what it's meant to do is like help people feel better about social media so it really explains everything from the big picture to tips and tricks to content to do's and don'ts of every platform it's just honestly jam-packed with everything I've learned to date and Katie as well about how to but our feeling behind it is like put some joy back into social media don't be overwhelmed by it have fun with it. Do what you can do. Don't set yourself up to fail. It's meant to be. It's very playful and silly. There's lots I of daggy it. jokes I in love there. It. How to use this book? Read it in the bath. You've got me already. <laughs> exactly. And how much does a hipster weigh? An Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's full brilliant. of daggy jokes, but it's it's got smarts behind it. It's oh, yeah, meant I can to see. Yeah, yeah Grumpy Cat, to... 2012. Poor yeah. Grumpy Cat died. I know. Jonah yeah. was. Sort of had mixed feelings about that. <laughs> I can imagine a little bit of tension there, a bit of, a bit of rivalry. Um, so it's meant to be, it's wow. playful, Helen. You know, we talked about playfulness this yeah. year in our podcast. It's a playful approach. It's genuine. We didn't set out to make money as we've talked about a lot. Writing's not the path to making money. This is about us genuinely giving people the gift I of like don't this. stress out about social this. it's meant to be fun do you do courses to go with it we are I definitely would, going I would to, come to yeah this. I oh would thank come you we actually had a woman ask exactly that last week and katie and i messaged each other frantically said what do we think and we said yeah we've always discussed it so i think this for us was step one and even though like i mean look we talk about create this was a creative project I and we gave it's birth huge. it's huge it took us I mean, ages what were we doing talking about a novel this is what you were doing <laughs> i know i love it it's really cool um so i am quite proud and yeah things Who like are you this as branding. A brand? yeah wow yeah i think cool. i'm sexy Woo. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think so too you're quirky you're humorous you're warm powerful we could go on fresh i love it it's cool isn't it it's meant to be like this it's meant to be a breath of fresh air and there's lots of visual gags (laughs) this must have taken hours and Uh, hours yeah it did yeah it really did and you know what was funny the part about writing actually doesn't feel like the biggest part it was the editing it was picking it through libby having to design it and it was us looking at it going oh is that right is that right like it was yeah, it was a good lesson in showing. Have you that had a book launch? You should have a book launch. Not for really. This. We've sort of done it. So, we've done it more of a soft launch. But yeah, we talked about an actual physical launch. I think Look, you we may. We Here's another may. thing I love. If you've never been on Twitter, unless you tick a few of our checklist areas above, we would respectfully say, "Don't bother." Exactly. It's very honest Wonderful. advice. Yeah, I find that advice. Yeah. Oh, look, So it's got heaps of stuff Kate. in it. Oh, yeah. clever Thank you. you. It's a nice looking thing too. Yeah. So what does well, that cost? Done that. So that is 30 bucks, basically. And how do you buy it? You buy it on my website, which is Paperboat Digital, or Katie's website, which is Miss Morney Penny. That's her, her blog name. Um, 
And at the moment, yeah, it's $30. It's a downloadable PDF. So you can download it and edit it on your computer screen. You don't actually have to print it out because we didn't want to I'd like, I'd make like it. Just well, like, exactly. Yeah. So you can print it out yourself for like six bucks, black and white kind of things. But right. um, basically the idea is you download it. You can print it out if you like and write in it, or you can just do it on your computer. Mm. Most people have been printing it out, but for our first edition, we just made it a PDF, so it's easy. So thirty bucks to me, it is quite f- like full oh, value. Yeah, we didn't and why is it expensive. called Seven PM Social? Great question, Helen. It is called Seven PM Social because <laughs> we thought, when can you do your social? Get the kids to bed, have a glass of wine at seven o'clock. Although that might be early for kids to go to bed if you've got little kids. The idea is do it in between times. So we're sort of showing you that social can be done in the little sneaks of time during the week. So we just kind of made up 7 p.m. We we thought 7 p.m., glass of wine, cheese board, I'm going to do my social for 30 minutes. Right. So So we've kind of suggested that as a sort of... Rather than checking Facebook every five seconds, which is what I do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that's been quite big. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, if you're having a book launch, I will definitely come along. I would love to be there. I think it's so valuable. And it's an extension of what you've been talking about every podcast. Yeah, that's it. It's it's all my, like I said, it's really all the years of learning in this space are in this book. Katie's got her perspective. She's been a micro influencer and blogger and comes at it from a different angle. So together, the two of us, and we're great friends and we both get on really well. So... We've blended our voices quite. It's happened quite naturally. Love that. Oh, I that's love good. It. Yes. So there you go. That's the main thing. And I was going to do a quick thing, but I might switch gears into the clinic if that's right, because this is related to the novel, um, in terms of just some updates and stuff that's been. So happening. did you put in when I we last spoke? Yes. I asked you to put in some twists yes, and surprises. Helen. Yes, yes, you did. I did. <laughs> Surprise. Me. You did. You know, I never forget my homework. <laughs> You did say surprise me. And in my pink notebook, it's gone, this will surprise Helen a couple of times. Um, So I'll summarize it like this, and I hope you will like this in terms of a surprise. When I I started this project, this novel, it was always going to be about being heartbroken and cheated on and the story of overcoming betrayal and being cheated on to rise up Phoenix-like and be a wonderful, cool woman. That was always the nuts and bolts of what I wanted to explore. As we know from those early podcast episodes, I didn't want to touch on my mother's death or a death. I just didn't want to deal with it. So I went to a workshop a few weeks ago as part of the Mornington Peninsula and Frankston. It was called the Mornington Peninsula and Frankston Writers and Book Festival. A bit of a mouthful, but I went there just to support my local area in that kind of space. And I did a workshop with a woman called Tanya Chandler which was on character development because I thought Good. I may as well yeah. dive in. She, yeah. she had an Good. excellent template of, a, of literally four pages on a Word doc of things to consider with. Good. And I've been doing that. I've been chipping away at that. Excellent. So I've revisited my characters, all the things we talked about, bringing depth, backstory, making them not pop, you know perfect. In doing all that and somehow in this workshop, she said at one point, this woman, she said, what works often well is the simple thing of saying, what does my character want, but what do they actually need? And something kind of clicked into my head where I thought, well, obviously my character wants to get pregnant. Certainly in the opening scenes, that's what we see. My character wants to get pregnant in brackets to kind of save her her crappy marriage. But what does she need? I suddenly thought, my character wants to get pregnant, but what she actually needs is to find out the truth about her mother's death. So I've kind of introduced that in my head to think, She's going to be on this journey thinking it's this, but actually it's going to be this. Wow. 
I love it. Now, what I've decided, I haven't 100% decided what I think I'm going to do because I feel that, that I can play with this respect in a respectful way to my family yeah. and to my mother, which is that, as we know, that listeners will know my mother in real life committed suicide by throwing herself off a bridge onto the Monash Freeway, which was a horrific, you know, thing that happened to her and our family. What, what I'm thinking I'm going to do in the story is have that the mother died of a car accident, a single, you know, only her in the car hitting a tree, which is, happens quite yeah, regularly. It, does. it happened recently in the media with a football personality mm-hmm. and the family talked openly about it being suicide. But I like this approach because I want to make the family believe, like m- mythologize the fact that she died in a car accident, but the truth was really she did commit suicide. So I want, even in my early messages with... Um, Brian, the police officer, I haven't started that process yet, but I'm seeing that the character will do the same thing, that all these years she's going to grow up thinking it was too hard to talk talk about mum's death and we didn't look at it, but there was that question mark. And I, I kind of, I can see a scene or two where the husband says, you're a, you're a bloody idiot, do you not think your mum bloody killed herself? Like, And f- I want her to go back and face it after her world's fallen down completely mm-hmm. and then... Perhaps she goes, speaks to police officers, speaks mm. to her father and reconstructs it, reconstructs, reconstructs it, which is in some ways what I can see is going to happen, start happening to me. Mm. So I feel like it'll mirror wow. where I'm going myself. Wow. It'll mean that we must go to the bridge together. Yes. It'll mean that I will go and speak to the police officers who were there for my mother. And Brian, and is it Constable Brian? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, he will help me just to even do that. So... That's where he's I've been kind very of, generous. Oh, he's been that. so generous. Yeah. And he, and when I'm ready to, I will. Probably over the summer, I'll probably get that process going. So I'm going to change it from a story of betrayal to a story of betrayal that leads to coming to peace with something in the past. And because you taught me from the very start, amp everything up, condense everything, I'll probably make it so that um, Marae uh, was involved somehow on that day. Maybe she had a fight with her mum. I want some... Oh, yeah. Guilt yeah. to be involved, yeah. Yeah. and I feel like then I've got a story. Wow! And you know, no. maybe Constable Brian Ward has come into this podcast for a reason yeah. because there's a very, very interesting perspective he yeah. can offer of what it's like I from know. a cop's perspective That's to so be true. there. You know, and he was very keen to talk about the trauma that cops yeah. go through, and he's had several friends mm. commit suicide because they haven't been able to deal with the harshness of their work. How interesting if you can weave that into, yeah, and exactly. I'm sure he'd be very generous. Yeah, you know, and I this think is so. yeah, this you're is right. It feels like it was all it came yeah, to me. And it's the like, fact he's very drawn to yeah, you and this yep. podcast. I think he this one thing he said. Yeah, and I um I hope he said this. Just prepare her mm. that the cops may not exactly remember. Okay, well, that's because, a good thing because I assume thing, they would. I know, you because know? it's their life. They're constantly mm. dealing with Well, that's good to know. smashed up on yeah, roads yeah, or... Yeah. How interesting that is that they're dealing with that. Yeah, so, yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. But, yeah, so I feel like that's it's given suddenly a, a stronger purpose to all yeah. of it. And it puts in perspective the betrayal and the cheating and the wanting yeah. to get pregnant. That'll become secondary in her story. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you've had yeah. friends who have, you know, sometimes gone through massive rounds of IVF and huge oh. expense, finally got the baby. Yeah. And Only still to realise something's still missing. Still yeah. I know people who've done exactly that. And if anything, it's made their situation worse. Yeah, that's right. The baby hasn't cured it. 
Yeah. So look, and I've taken Very all those all those things me. that have sort of seeped in somehow. I'm realizing the magic in all the things. I was telling this to my sister the other day. Like, I've got my pink book. I've now gone through this very detailed character profile from that um, festival. So that's been really good. I've actually gone to my slightly dorky roots, which is a spreadsheet. I've actually dumped in a big fervor. I just dumped everything into a spreadsheet. Good. I've got a year timeline. Which good. I, so I can know when everyone was born, when they went to high school. That's helpful It's for all you. there yeah. for me. And now it feels to me like you have got an arc, I a structure. I feel like I've got something So you won't now. be so lost. Correct. Just, it's sort yeah. of, so that was a big, so I haven't made much progress in terms of word count, that, but no, mentally no, no, you've, that, I've made progress. And I feel like I've got stuff now. I've got a father. I've got a step mother in the story um and in real life and i'm gonna i'm really excited i'm all my characters are feeling more 3d that's great yeah. so a great big medal for you thank you yeah a so special it's pretty award. cool Yay. oh look i'm talking of gifts that was a <laughs> metaphorical gift but kate has brought me this wonderful christmas present i don't know if it's you're on so youtube cute. you can see it but it's called behind every great woman is a great catch yes by and lulu mayo i don't know have we worked out if she's australian i don't, or know. We don't she, know it's just brilliant and it's got a photo a, a sketch of audrey hepburn <laughs> on the cover with a beautiful ginger cat. With a cool cat with sunnies on. And it's even got Jacinda Ardern. It it's does. one of the cats. And the reason I got this is because my gorgeous daughter, Emmy, who is now a little bit financially, you know, she has a part-time job. She has two part-time jobs, Ooh. actually. Um, Emmy bought this exact book for my, or not that copy, but she bought me this book for my birthday a couple of months ago. And I, I just get so... I fall in love with anything Emmy buys me because yeah. it just means yeah. so much. It doesn't matter what it is. It's um, beautiful. I started reading it the other day and I thought, oh, gosh, I've got to buy this for Helen. It's so... <laughs> well, it's beautiful. <laughs> I will point. treasure it. It's Thank really you. cute. <laughs> so there you go. And the other thing is, so moving through the novel, we thought we'd just cover a couple of things in our clinic today. It's more lighthearted clinic, but just about Christmas and about... Oh, yes. Yeah. Just looking back at the year, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, do you want to start with some of those things you were thinking about, Helen, like reflecting on Christmas? Oh, Christmas. Well, you know, there is this thing. My daughter Lydia is a clinical psychologist and she's told me there's this actual thing mm -hmm. where women can have aneurysms about one o'clock on Christmas Day because... And they almost no expect way. it. Yeah, because they've been cooking Christmas dinner. Before that, they've been doing all the shopping, not just for themselves, but for their husbands, because their husbands don't do the Christmas mm -hmm, shopping. Mm -hmm. All the caring and cleaning and worry, they finally get the pudding out on the table and collapse. So what kind of a pointless <laughs> Christmas is that? And, That's you know, that, that actually changed my attitude to Christmas. Yeah. And so a couple of years ago, thanks to my daughter-in-law, Chantelle, who came up with the idea, mm. instead of buying a present, a present, a present, mm. we have family Kris Kringle. Yeah. It's it takes the hassle out. Yeah. And this year, it's a little bit more challenging because of the rubbish islands. They're not actually rubbish islands. They're kind of floating things of plastic. Oh. And there are five of them, around, garbage patches around the world. Oh, gosh. Uh, the one in the Pacific is three times the size of France. Well, we're going Gosh. to try and help that. Okay, you're by only minimizing having, waste. Well, recyclable or secondhand oh, or that's nice. something yeah. like that. So, so not contributing to consumerism so, for the sake of Well, it, mainly the rubbish islands. Well, okay. I call them rubbish islands, but they're garbage patches. You apparently can't actually see them from space, but it's mm, mainly so plastic and bits of wood chip from toilet paper. But look, mm. I can't quite give up toilet paper yet. I know there is a... <laughs> 
There is a, an There's only so much we can do. There's an environmentally friendly yes. one. Is there? Yeah, Gosh, that yeah. Boggles the mind. Yeah, so that would be better. Mm. Yeah. So, and okay. what are you going to do to make Christmas easier for you? Well, where our Christmas is organically turning out quite quite wonderfully this year because my father moved down to Balnarring a year ago is on the right Mornington Peninsula. Yeah, we were driving yeah, there. Really right by the beach. Right. Um, and my uncle on my mother's side has had a house in Balnarring for years that was tenanted, is that the right word? Had a tenant in it all this time and that tenant is now um, leaving. And so my dad, who doesn't usually play this kind of role, sort of got his sleuth hat on and was like, we should ask Paul, the uncle with the now vacant house in Balnarring, if... Maybe you guys could go oh. down there because oh. then we could all have a Balnarring Christmas yeah. without burdening Dad and Deirdre too much because we could all stay yeah. in this lovely. other house. And it looks like it's going to work out. So it looks like me and, you know, my sister, my daughter, my auntie, a few people might be all crashing at the Fantastic. newly vacated house in Balnarring oh. um, and have Christmas with Dad down there. So that's going to be pretty straightforward. And we'll do the same thing. We have a KK set up we have um and we'll just all bring some food like it's not trying to be instagrammable and fancy and perfect it's just about hanging out and time and space really wonderful so i'm pretty excited about that i love christmas i have to say i'm a bit of a christmas head i know um you know sam's birthday was december the 16th Um, and then he died on january 21st i used to hate this time of year i used to hate summer and just the sound of christmas it can ruin it for you i know exactly what you mean yeah i know yeah but look, you do overcome that. Yeah. If you're listening and you're still in those raw stages of grief, don't worry. You're not change. always going to hate Christmas. One of the helpful mm. things I find is to look at children and see their joy and mm. and delight yeah. in Christmas. And uh, it's you a, realize it's a yeah. time of fun and surprises yeah. and, and your, presents. Your and... sorrow is there, but it's your sorrow. It's not the world's sorrow. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's true i was just going to say like with my mum's anniversary it's the 9th of april that day just to see that date mm. would literally be like mm. a dark cloud of horrible mm. almost like an attack a feeling of an attack just to see it in print that's changed that, that's not the case anymore yeah. april 9 is a day that anything can happen like yeah. any other day but i know what you mean but with christmas i have one like so my Christmas tragic things include i always get a fresh christmas tree i love the oh, smell me too. it's just nostalgia for yeah. my childhood I one year went a bit Beautiful silly. one on the desk here that you brought <laughs> yeah, today, but that's not real. Decorative one. <laughs> um, one thing I did a few years ago when I was, you know, a young single mum with Emmy, I kind of got frustrated with these little Christmas decorations I had and I thought, bugger it, I'm going to go to David Jones and I'm going to spend a couple of hundred bucks and buy this beautiful base collection of really sweet ornaments. And now what I do is each year I buy a new one from yeah. either if I've been travelling. So each year now I'm starting to... I put them on and I got one made years ago that says grandma. I think I said it to say grandma instead of mum because I want yeah. Emmy to use that word. Lovely. And it, I got Kate, Emmy and grandma mm. and they're on little porcelain things with it sort of imprinted mm. in. So now when I, I find when I put up the tree, Emmy will know this, not that she listens to this, but I have a music playlist with all you know, different Christmas music. I put the tree up. I have all these floods of memories and I always shed a tear because I think I always think of mum. I have memories of decorating the tree with mum as a kid. So once I pass that moment, then I just love Christmas. And I love it too. Even if I do shed a tear, it's still nice. We need to cry. Tears are very healthy. Yeah. Very healthy. So I love Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I've been doing a bit of thinking about the year ahead (laughs) too. Because I was thinking, yeah. And look, I've got this theory 
I think next year is mm. going to be the search for authenticity. Because look, we've got mm. American elections coming up. Yeah. It's, it's in danger of being the year of the fake. And I don't think right. we should have that. And I found that non-alcoholic cocktails, zero proof faux gin, banana flour, nothing's going to be what it ever used to be. Wow, if they're we... all in disguise. Yeah. So I think <laughs> we should flour. just make it the year of being authentic, being yeah. our real selves. Mm-hmm. I think one way in public that you can help that is to actually look in someone's eyes and try and smile. Mm. See the soul that's in there. Yeah. Gosh, that's hard at the moment. Yeah, I try and do that on my morning walk. Some people won't look at me. No, I, so I sad. see them coming and I look and try and smile. Yeah. And some just don't. Yeah. Just trying to keep, because, mm. you know, we're only here for a breath of time. Yeah, that's so Let's true. make it real. Let's treasure every day. Yeah. So that was my thing. And I did a little bit of research about the... Um, future of publishing yeah. and how they're looking yes. at that and what this, did you find? this is very interesting they're yeah. saying it's going to be the era of the authorpreneur oh i like that yeah term. what I mean, does that mean it means wait for it building yeah. a platform are you kidding with a book that's just part of a bigger yeah. plan to establish the wait for it brand <laughs> so this why is am i not shocked <laughs> <laughs> There's still a need for real books, print on demand, yeah. because people still like books they can hold. Mm. And uh, I thought you'd be interested in this popular genre. It's for yes. 2019 with sci-fi, crime fiction, cozy mysteries, women's fiction. I had cozy yeah. mysteries sounds cool. It does. And like historical that. fiction. But this whole thing of this um, having a platform was very interesting because mm. one of the books I read this year was um, oh God, Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Bradwell. Okay. Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. And I saw him talking about how he wrote this book and had a slightly different tone to mm. his other books. He said he'd gone around interviewing people with a microphone about Gorgeous. crimes and spying. Mm. He'd spent an extra $100 on his microphone so the quality was a bit yep. better. Mm-hmm. So it was an audio book, just right. sitting there. Yeah, the it's, audio book came out, and then the print book came out, yeah. and it's one of the top sellers of 2019. And that's just that concept in business of leveraging, doing one activity but having multiple outputs. How exhausting! I know, but that's what we're doing right now. Look, we're on YouTube, we're on a podcast, and who knows what iterations you might find us in the future. <laughs> I'm hoping it involves Italy and a retreat and me in a white robe zenning out next to Helen. He'll be in a sparkly robe. So you see what I mean. Well, that's interesting. I like that a lot. It makes me think of when you said authorpreneur, it makes me think of me and Katie. Yes, him social. there you are. You know, doing that's something exactly really practical. What you are. That's a non-fiction. And as you say, I don't think of myself as writing a book but we did write a book. That's a hell you know, of a book. We really did. That's a real that's a book yeah, to be proud it is. of. We are, I don't know we how are proud you did of it. that. Wine and cheese was a big help. No, that was the thing. We did it outside of life, and that's why it took a long time. We, we Between us, Katie has two kids. I have Emmy. Libby is partnered with stepchildren or however she calls that. But, yeah, um, so we all work, but we just squeezed it in. So mm. it just shows what you can mm. do by the chipping, the old chipping away method. Yeah, and, and doing it from a place of fun. We did it from of, a place of fun. Yeah. We wrote a list on our first official meeting and we literally wrote down, why do we want to do this? To learn something from each other, to have fun. It's not about making money. We're going to, yeah, we just wanted to do something creative yeah. together. Well done, you. Yeah, that's cool. Well, likewise, as we wrap up this bonus episode, I was going to do a quick um, 
visit to Planet Social because one thing we've been doing pretty consistently throughout this podcast is been talking about social media stuff because that's the world of my work. And it's so, interesting on my trip, the yeah. number of people who said they enjoy this segment. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's good to know because yeah. I think when you're in it, you know, it's not as interesting to me obviously because I'm in it, but I forget that a lot of people – I think don't, and not as exposed to it. Yeah, and it's everywhere. Now. That's exactly yeah. that's so true. So, like you did with publishing, I did a little bit of a, a dip into sort of what people are talking about for next year. I had a look at some some thoughts. People around this time of year are obviously forecasting ahead. What are going to be the trends and all that kind of thing. So, some of the trends that I saw and agree with are one ephemeral content. So stories, and I've been saying this since last year, but stories on Instagram. Um, that a report early this year stated that they're growing 15 times faster than mm. the normal feed. So that's certainly the case. But stories are now being used by 500 million daily active users. But don't globally. stories disappear very yeah, quickly? Yeah, ephemeral. Oh, God. So the reason people, <laughs> the reason people like it. It's for professional writers. Well, it's, but it does gather. It does gather. It's archivable. So... Uh. Yes, but the reason people like it is its very nature. The fact that it disappears gives people, I think, liberal, a feeling of, who cares, I'm just capturing the now. It's putting us in the present. And for years when I was in this social space, like five years ago, for example, everyone talked about live being a big thing. I think this is this is the bit mm. that took hold. Mm. Not so much lives because we had some disasters in the live space, which is where mass murderers filmed live oh, yes. for example yeah, yeah. so but with stories it's live and quick and it disappears and mm-hmm. i think that's what's really taken hold so stories um instagram facebook has them as well really they just took over um snapchat like snapchat in a sense got gobbled up by instagram stories so that's one thing another thing is tiktok you may have heard of this new platform that's kind of launched i think a few years ago twitter had a version called vine it's essentially mini really small videos and at the moment it's being used by young people but as a person in my position you have to notice that it launched in 2016 and it now has 500 million monthly active users Mm -hmm. so that's something to keep an eye out for but it's very much the sort of generation um who are kind of basically school kid high school kids and younger so for most businesses we probably don't have to really worry about it but it's just good to know what's going on on tiktok um the other thing is i think igtv we're going to do an igtv together helen because i did one on paperboat my own instagram account and do you know what i noticed immediately a huge rise in engagement what's an igtv (laughs) igtv you know how you just said stories are not permanent how annoying it's a permanent version okay so it's igtv is instagram's version of having a little video section it's their it's their attempt to copy like youtube so IGTV stands for Instagram TV ah. and it is a different whole setup. You upload it on your desktop. You can do cool things with it. Most people do it long way, like with their phone upright, portrait. So you have to squeeze in. If you're doing an right. IGTV, yeah. we'll be like this. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> um, but I've noticed it. I use it for a few of my clients. I get an influencer to do IGTV content for one of my clients' um, products and it does really well. And I've just noticed it much more this year. So I think it's going to become the norm next mm-hmm. year. So we'll talk about that. It's really okay. fun. And then what else? Product discovery via social media, I think is interesting. So there's a study saying now 50% of people are going to see your product for the first time as a picture on social, you know, no longer maybe as a Google, something they've searched in Google or an ad they're seeing. They're going to see it in your 
content. So holding up your book and saying, available now mm. Is, mm. is clever. Influencer marketing, p- people are still talking about. Um, I think that's only going to continue. And then this is an interesting one. The digital detox is apparently a trend. Oh, I like the idea of that. I thought you might. Yeah. A lot, so what the stats are is that all the platforms are still growing. That, so it hasn't. it's not like the world has plateaued. It's social use, but people are starting to switch off. So mm. I got a stat here. This is from the UK. One in three adults are now consciously reducing social media usage. Um, 6% of users have removed an app for a time from their phone, like Facebook, um, and 8% have permanently deleted accounts. So we, we are seeing a new trend of people going enough with the disruption. Um, so I find that quite interesting. One in three adults are reducing sing, their, yeah, their use. Yeah. So I think people are now aware, and you know, if you've got an Apple, an iPhone, it'll tell you each week a screen yes, time Yes, I report. know. That's depressing. It can be quite alarming, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially What's, in my line of yeah, work. Yeah, oh, well, you're working. It's all right. Well, I know, but uh. I still am a human and I still ought not to be just, I still sometimes get too, the gears are spinning too quickly yeah. and you're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Yes. And I just sometimes have to stop slow down yeah so yeah i think that's all quite interesting but i I love your point earlier about authenticity i think that would be my last point about social next year be authentic all those trends point to it stories is about authenticity Mm. jumping on igtv and we were talking before we recorded that some people still aren't sure how to record how to use podcasts so mm. we were like, well, let's make a video and we'll show me mm. using it on yeah. my phone. Because I met how a lot of videos. readers in New Zealand who just didn't know how to connect to this Well, we'll podcast. do that. We'll yeah. do that. We can do an IGTV because it sits yeah. in your feed and okay. we'll show you how to connect to podcasts okay. because we want people to listen. And, but, you yeah. know, listening to all of that and mm. just makes me think people need animals more because yeah. they are authentic. And when with They're all beautiful. this kind of energy that's, so dispersed mm. an animal there he is on the yeah. fast asleep still wearing his bow tie i'll post the photo because yes. he looks very cute oh, has he got his <laughs> they bow tie? are so present they are yeah. actually they bring the, you into the present they are one of our greatest teachers unless you can actually do some brain work which i've been trying to do brain work yeah what? i've been reading a lot of books about oh. the function oh. of the brain yeah <laughs> good and so that i'm more aware and oh, i don't use good. my reptilian brain so much oh, wow. and uh, my emotional brain i can notice when that's operating and then try and use my frontal lobes more wow yeah maybe you could get a special helmet designed philip's got one already to tell him when he's (laughs) meditating properly (laughs) that's brilliant can we please get a photo of that oh my god that's so funny i love that that's yeah i'm inspired by that a lot lot more awareness i think self-awareness awareness of others and yeah just on the cat note because again for those who've listened to the series um i lost milo this year which was so sad um and i'm sort of silly but i've still i haven't moved his bowl yet or his bed no we haven't put him in a pot yet either i will get to that however i think it's becoming clearer and clearer that emmy and i are going to get a new kitten after christmas and isla's going to get involved and so that's going to be exciting so expect some kitten spam wow on the podcast group how cute is that going to be because forest is so lovely he's got the nice temperament so he will welcome a new cat whereas milo would have actively well jonah would be the same i would never i wouldn't (laughs) dare bring another cat in here (laughs) so no i feel good about next year and i'm kind of excited even though it feels like the wrong word about this um event we're going to put on to honor mum's 20th anniversary yeah in april in april yeah yep. i'm there's, so pleased you've come a long way with oh, that. there's real 
whatever the word is, people are on board. People are on board. <sighs> I can see food, people telling stories, photographs. It's just going to be a celebration of mum because she wh- was so where cool. are you going to have it? Don't know yet. We mm. haven't figured that out. I reckon maybe we might get like a, a room in a pub somewhere and a bit like with my brother's 50th, get our own space where we can hang and it's relaxed mm. and maybe somewhere around that Parkdale, Mantone area where mum grew mm. up. Um, so let's see. But that's going to be really cool. I'm so excited for that. I'm excited for the kids, for the next generation, like for mum's grandchildren. I want them to get to know mum. Yeah. It's really important yeah. to me. Yeah. So that's going to be really nice. I feel positive about it. Yes. And she's more an integrated part of yeah. who you are now. I want her Not in our lexicon. I don't want her death to dominate her. Mm. I'm sick of that. I feel like she's repressed by that. Yeah. It's not right. She was more than that. And take the best of her and put it in you. Yeah. Make it part of you. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, this year's been pretty pretty great i think i think um but i think next oh, year is going to be and really we're going good to too. talk we have i had three questions for you oh go on yeah Please what do. oh how are we for time though we're we're getting there but that's okay we're what, nearly there what what surprised you about this year oh 2019 this year. This i yeah. yeah well i i think this um process and stirring up these old memories has surprised me i think i probably have had more work to do on my inner stuff than I thought. I, I probably had a bit of a tight lid on things and it surprised me that it's not as scary as I thought. Yeah. I really think of that time with Tara as the start of the breakdown or breakthrough. That was a very special It was a episode. big moment. Yeah. So I really have to keep thanking Tara because it really hit me, the bravery of her telling her story and me realising from going, oh, no, I'm not doing that. You're, you're lovely and brave. That's awesome. But now I'm like, no, no, I am going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that surprised me. I think a lot of that surprised me. And yeah. my next question is what touched you this year? Oh, I'll say what surprised yeah, me. What say, surprised yeah. me yes. was that Cleo and Rob became a bestseller yes. in New Zealand. I never wrote it to be a bestseller, yeah. but my New Zealand readers. I'm not readers, surprised by that. Oh, well, they're just not. so generous and fabulous, and they so completely got it. So I'm very grateful and thrilled. For it's a Phoebe special book. too, you yeah, know. Yeah, Phoebe it, was gorgeous. Yeah. I loved meeting her. And it goes off to Bologna Children's Book Fair in March. So mm. let's hope some other countries take interest in it. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not surprised by that, I have oh. to say, because I just thought it was wonderful. So my next question yes. is what touched you this year? What touched me? I think um, Milo's mm. passing really touched me. That was a huge emotional that really ricocheted through my whole being. And I, I don't know if it's, yeah, I, I was proud that I was able to cope with that by myself and get through it. And I realized how special little Milo was in my life. Yeah. So his passing really touched me. Yeah. And I still miss that little fluffy, grumpy head. Someone I met in New Zealand said she had to pull over to the side of the road when you spoke about your mum in that yeah. episode where we'd really started to dive into grief. Yes. <laughs> it only took eight episodes and the death of my cat. I love that we have managed to weave in lots of laughter have, among servants. And this has been fully alive. Yeah, you that's know, been not so happy nice. all the time. Not I had a photo from that exact moment where I'm laughing and crying at yeah. the same time. You're laughing and smiling. I'm laughing and you can see I'm crying. So oh. it really captured it. So and, what about you? What touched, oh, touched you? Well, look, honestly, and I did mention it earlier, it was when Ian read the book yeah. to those school kids with, and your beautiful niece, Isla, those responses to yeah. the book. Just, oh, gosh, 
Yeah, young children I can only are imagine. so precious. Yeah, they're honest they are and real. Our greatest gift to the world. Yeah, and children. you're right; they're not stupid, and they don't need to be cocooned and protected from things. No, because bad things are going to happen to yep. them. We need and to give need them to tools. Yes. Yeah, to realize so that life's not just going to be one long Disney Correct. ride. You know, there's more to it. Yeah. yeah so that was amazing. Ah, <laughs> now we're even. We're Good, even. Excellent. And Kate, my third and final question. Yes. I often ask myself these questions at the end of a day, mm. and it's quite a good oh, little practice. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, what inspired you about 2019? Oh, what inspired 2019? me? 2019. I know. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Oh. Um, I don't know, Helen. I feel like I feel like you have inspired me, and I know. Look, I said it at the end of the last episode, but what's what's inspired me is, is creativity. And like the, the realization, I, you said it once and I think I put it as a quote that actually you said something like, what is more creative than actually living your life to its fullest potential? Like that in itself is the ultimate expression of creativity. I love it. That inspires me. Yeah. Because it makes me realize it doesn't matter what project I'm doing, whether it's 7 p.m. social or trying to chip away at a novel or make my business better or be a better mum or... I'm about to read eight books of Emmy's literature in English just for the fun of it. That's creativity. Yeah, it is. And, and I've already started thinking my word for next year is just going to be create. I feel so proud that we created 7pm social. Yes. I'm proud that I've made progress on this novel, even though it seems very slow. So that's kind of you really can take 10 years me. to write a novel. I know. Don't I realize it's that. just, it's that sparkliness I've talked to you about that I now see everywhere in those early episodes you talked about look up. Something so simple, two words, look up. I wasn't looking up. You know, I was going on that walk every morning and I didn't even see this amazing, creepy, interesting house behind me until the day I said, look up, look around. And I was like, oh, look at that house. That house is cool. Could be a story in that house. And I'd been so busy being good and tick the boxes and do my job. Do this, be a good mum, da, da, da. Like I forgot to just... I've you were a human in, doing, not a human being. Yes, yeah. and I forgot to invite sparkle, magic. I'm believing again okay. in all those things. That's, that's pretty huge because that's like a thing you can't anticipate. How would I have thought that this process would have yeah. led to that? Well, you know, when yeah. I thought about what it inspired mm. me about this year, mm. you were very oh. top of the list because, you know, it's a pretty isolated life being a writer mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and especially on a you know, in the life I live, and you've brought so much energy and life, and and it's, I've been very inspired by younger women, on the whole yeah, as well. Yeah, well, we've you had know? quite a few on this. Yeah, and it really. feels like a real honour, and yeah. I love being involved with your lives mm. and feeling included, and 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 that you know you want me around. And look, we've got Lizzo. I'm I inspired know, by her. I know, she just keeps getting better, doesn't oh. she? Did you see her at the VMAs with her tiny bag? Oh. And she wrote on a sort of meme. She had me she written above the tiny bag all my problems in last year and then she sort of wrote me next year like in other words she's just so big and fabulous and her bag was tiny and oh she's gorgeous. she's a legend Lizzo. Yeah. she's our spirit animal yeah and i'm yeah. so inspired by your enthusiasm Aww. and your, yeah the way you light up a room <laughs> so thank you keep doing that thing well it's just so true and i think um i think my auntie's talked about it who's of your vintage but it's so lovely that we're from a different era in a sense um but it's so rich and rewarding to connect and to connect with the way we spoke with phoebe about her creative process and with tara and we you know like and kate who's running a business like we 
we can all learn from each other. It's yeah. just that simple act of talking, isn't it? Yeah. And this podcast has given us an excuse and a structure to do it. Yeah. But it shows you, as you say, like, look people in the eye, talk to them. Yeah. Get your nose out of your phone. Because yeah. there's so much to be learned from each other. And there's so much more work. Young, I'm afraid, women have to do beating Oh, we've got a lot on the, the agenda. Yeah, yeah, there's an awful lot. And I would do anything I can to try and support younger generations of women through that because it's, it's not oh, finished we all need each other yeah. to help each other agree yeah. a good right. sisterhood yes yeah. agree i was going to say one question to you this is very important have you watched season three of the crown oh yes i did did you like it yeah i didn't love as, uh, much, as much as the okay. earlier ones and it came out around the same time as andrew yeah. i was watching it just oh, before yeah. Andrew I know. did this thing. That's I mean, been fascinating. This year it's going to be the year of Prince Andrew. Yeah, right? I oh think he's going to, I think it's going to shape the foundations of the royal family is, forever. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever recover. No, no. Um, which I find kind of, I can't help watching with glee because really it's quite ridiculous. So did you love season three? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Look, yeah. I love Olivia Coleman's performance. It's It was a bit of a, I don't think it was the right choice for the producers to suddenly switch this cast mm. that was doing so well yeah claire foy as the queen was so fabulous I know. I, the young prince replace. philip was hard yeah. to replace they were all amazing i love seeing helena bonham carter yes she was as great Look, i Margaret. enjoyed it yeah. i enjoyed it but as you know i'm easily impressed so i'll keep being easily impressed <laughs> <laughs> i walk around going amazing that's, that's a talent no a i talent. look i did really like it um so yes, that's a shout out to the to the crown. If but I think everyone in the world's watching it, so it's the top Netflix show apparently. Oh well, it would be deservedly yeah. so. So yeah. who knows what fabulous things? Let's hope there's like a new flea bag next year or something. This cool gotta be. And, this you know, gotta be. There's been some good series this year, but flea bag was a highlight, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, she was awesome. Well, I reckon that's about it. Do you do you feel the need to diagnose me with anything? Oh, I prognosis? think you're, you're progressing really oh. well. <laughs> I don't Excellent. think you need to see a specialist. No and other, I don't think I need to refer you to any other specialist. Good to know. We've seen a few already, so that's good. <laughs> We've yeah. seen a few specialists from the industry. I always come away very sobered and yes. full of fun. I saw one the other day, like a publisher, and I left just thinking, what the hell am I even thinking? Did she put you off? Yeah, totally. Mm. What did she say? She said, right, her last message was, right for joy. What? Having totally... Having given up on all your dreams, basically. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, it was okay. It was... Jude handled it better. Jude didn't crush dreams. Jude just gave an insight to, from the industry. Yeah, it's a tough industry. This woman crushed my dreams a little bit. They have... Duke actually was here for lunch on Saturday. Oh. And I said to her, you know, I've been doing some research and the publishing industry has had 0% growth in the last mm. five years. And she and Philip, my husband, they're mm. both quite quiet. And Philip said, well, actually, you know, that's quite healthy by today's standards. Oh, it's not a, a negative. Point. Yeah. Well, every industry is changing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good but point. But we do need to be entrepreneurs, but we're yes, that already. Yes, I like already. that. Exactly. Yeah. With our million things going on. I love that on. you just suddenly gave birth to 7pm social. Yeah, me too. It was yeah. cool. It was like I didn't know I was pregnant. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> We just gave birth. Exactly, it happened quickly. Correct. A plate of cheese. (laughs) Exactly, and a passerby, (laughs) and that was it. No, it was it was a great project. Um, Oh, well done. So we'll keep going with it. And thank you for um, 
you know, I'm glad you get it because we we did we definitely wrote it to be warm and funny, and yeah. it feels like you kind of see I that. Don't so that's I only cool. get it. I need it. Good. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, that was fun and fabulous. Um, who knows when we'll pop up again? You just never can tell. But we're gonna we're thinking sort of Feb is the rough plan. Well, for, I'll never say never. Well, you just never know. We might be too excited and speed it forward to January. <laughs> but we definitely are appearing in March. We'll give more information at this Peninsula Writers club i I think they're called event i know we're going to be in um mornington it's in the back part of mornington is it mornington or mount martha anyway somewhere on the mornington peninsula that's around we'll be live overseas people yeah it's a sort of it's a it's kind of the start of a holiday part of melbourne if that makes sense where's that going to be march it's march because cindy might be visiting (gasps) canada cindy you could be there it could be very it will be very exciting and we'll we've got to think about our structure but we'll have probably (laughs) i know we'll have like live questions because they want to know about the actual act of doing a podcast among other things and they'll Mm. certainly want to hear from helen um who I think I only just, it sunk in that night with the dream-crushing editor. I was like, Helen has sold 2 million copies of Cleo. That, I just kind of drove home going, that's actually wild. It is a bit wild. It's actually crazily out there. And um, after hearing her thing of like 10,000 is what you can expect and you get 10% and, a good yeah. bestseller I from suddenly Australia. went, yeah. oh, my God. Helen's a phenomenon. Oh, well. And I sort of think I didn't realise it. So that's probably... Well, I don't realise it either. <laughs> <laughs> I drove home going, that's actually amazing. <laughs> anyway, so there you go. So, yes. Yeah. I think Fabulous. that's kind of it. Well, everyone have a very Merry Christmas yeah. if we don't speak before then. And take a tip from Helen and do something to make your Christmas easier and more manageable. Amen. Yeah. And amen or... Another option if you're what not into Namaste. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> cheers. I'll say cheers. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year if we don't hear from – no, if you don't hear from us again until the New Year. But who knows? You may. And thank you for all your wonderful yes. support through the year. Oh, Absolutely. We've had listeners from all over the I know. world. Denmark and cool. weird so cool. places. Yeah. yeah. All over the place. Yeah. So thank you so much. And um, we're so excited for season – two and we're going to have a brand new look because we're all about branding no we're not (laughs) but we're going to update our logo so that's exciting as well yeah fresh for season two so tune in and in the meantime let us know any our recommendations we're always up for good shows on netflix so please or anywhere all good books please pop them in our group because i'm always up for the next thing Mm. yep all right, and everyone. any suggestions, maybe one day we will have a workshop or something yes. like that or we could do this live show mm. in other places. Exactly. So always let us know any ideas you have and yeah. how you would like to pick this brain over here next to me. It's not it's... much of a brain. <laughs> well, I much. thought you were but getting have... control, like you were oh, working out your lobes and all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, everyone, have a good one and yeah. we will speak to you next time. Bye.